welcome to NBL on SEN. Welcome to the Adelaide Entertainment Centre for NBL Live. And we're here as the Adelaide 36ers will take on the Cairns Saipans. My name's Paul Binder. Alongside me is an NBL legend himself, Rupert Sapwell. Sapper, welcome back to the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. We've had a bit of a break. But we're back. We have. I, I, I can't, we can't even remember when the last game was. But, you know, the NBL's gone on. The Sixers have found some form. And talking about form, the red-hot Cairns Taipans in here today to try and steal the heart away from Adelaide 36ers in their home arena. They have been playing so well, the Cairns Taipans, haven't they, Bonds? They certainly have. We're less than five minutes away from tip-off. And we're here for Tire Power, the MVP tire experts for your family and for Nippy's Fresh Juices. And don't forget... The Kumo tyres at slam dunk prices at tyre power. Um, now, before we get into it, uh, just want to congratulate you and your lovely wife, Cindy. Uh, 28 years married. 28 years married. That's a, a long time for a Vegas wedding voucher <laughs> to last. We're not sure if it's voucher. actually... Is that not a certificate? You get no, a voucher in Vegas. Voucher, I reckon, yeah. it, came, it came with all you can eat steak and seafood. <laughs> Uh, look, we're really looking forward to seeing the Taipans, especially the man in the middle, Keanu Pinder. He has been a revelation in Cairns. Well, they're talking about, oh, can, can someone get the most improved player two times in a row? Forget most improved. He, he is in MVP form. Correct. He's in the top five in scoring. He's the league's leading rebounder. His team's killing it. No one can seem to guard him. He is just too quick at the centre position for anyone at the moment. And belief, belief in it from the coach, belief from your teammates. 36ers didn't see the same Keanu Pinder that's coming out here and they go, oh, why didn't he play different here? It's because the, he grew up with Adam Ford in Perth. Adam Ford knew him from a kid. He knew how to get the best out of him and boy, is he getting the best out of him. Keanu Pinder, absolutely. take a bow, my friend. He has been absolutely outstanding so far this year. And that bit of maturity comes with that as well. It was, you know, it was a couple of years ago, almost three years since he was here in Adelaide. So, and, and he didn't really get much of an opportunity playing here. Well, you know, and you're right. And probably because he didn't play very well. You know, that, he, was, that too, and yes. he, didn't, he hadn't found out who he was in the NBL. They tried to play him at four. He was playing outside and shooting more threes than he is now. But now he's kind of found who he is. He protects the basket really well. So he does all the standard things that a five-man does. He's just doing it in a small forward slash power forward body. So... Yeah, he's going to be a real tough matchup for the 36ers tonight. DJ can't guard him. Kai Soto can't guard him. It'd have to be Robert Franks, and that's going to drain the energy batteries of Robert Franks at the defensive end. So it's going to be a real interesting chess match tonight to see how they play the in-form Keanu Pinder. Cairns coming off an overtime win against Sydney with um, DJ Hogue hitting a couple of back-to-back -back triples to force that to overtime. And they got the points there. And Adelaide coming off a win over Perth in Perth. Um, that's always nice to do that, isn't it? Oh, it's gold. It's worth <laughs> two wins. It's maybe worth three. Look, and in, in defence of the Perth Wildcats and my good friend John Reilly, the Wildcats, Wildcats aren't actually very good this year. No. You know, they've, they've got an ageing list. They've still got Bryce Cotton, but Bryce Cotton can't do everything. Another important, Brady Manick, who's brand fresh, spanking new out of college. So he's going to take his licks before he... It's going to be a roller coaster for him, isn't it? Up it and is. down. Yeah. So, you know, if I'm looking, if I'm honest at the Perth Wildcats list, they're probably sixth or seventh best list in the NBL. So Wildcats fans obviously want to win, and they wanted to win yesterday, but they're not going to win this year. So going over to Perth and beating Perth, while they're still... Well, they're going to be in the 
don't know what it is. It's not a rebuilding phase yet because they haven't got a new list in, but they're in the decaying phase, I think, and yep. it's going to hard, hard for Perth Wildcats fans to hear, but they've got an ageing list. They've got to refresh it and really will do a good job when he's in there and he gets the, a look at his entire roster because he didn't choose most of these guys. Um, and can he get the best out of him? I mean, that's what they're paying him to do, so, you know, it's going to be a challenge, no, no question, but going over there and beating... Perth in Perth uh, is not going to be as rare as it used to be. So, good win for sure. Um, and beating the Sydney Kings, the red-hot, full-strength Sydney Kings at home, uh, that's a massive feather in the cap for the Cairns Taipans. So, they are coming in high on confidence, high on, you know, team belief. So, yes. yeah, Adam Ford's going to be playing really well. It's going to be a fantastic game today, Bonds. Yeah, they're in third spot with seven wins, four losses. Adelaide in sixth spot with five and five. And Adelaide wearing their city strip tonight. Brand new uniform. We haven't seen them in this colour before. It's sort of a, a lighter, almost a, a mid-blue with light blue panel down the, down the side. Looks fantastic. Big red Adelaide across the chest. And the Taipans in their snakeskin away strip, which looks absolutely sensational. Best uniform in the NBL, in my humble opinion. Agreed. Very good. Very, very creative. Adding something new to it. And... We're almost an Indigenous round, Bonds, and we'll probably bring this up next week, but yep. everyone should just play in their Indigenous uniform. Everyone thinks the Indigenous uniforms are the best ones we have. I'm, Get them out there more often. I like sharing them and making them important. I like I'm just keep them for a couple of rounds. Anyway, big news is that Anthony Drimmick is out of the 36ers lineup, and uh, and Nick Marshall comes into the starting lineup for the Sixers. Big out for the Sixers, no question. Anthony Drimmick really good at playing off the ball. He's shown exceptional hustle from day one, even when we're sputtering and, and uh, not playing our best basketball. Drimmick had always been there. He's had a couple of big scoring games as well, but very good complimentary player because he works so well off the ball. Nick Marshall with big shoes to fill. Zembiel live for tyre power, your trusted tyre experts, Paul Bonzo, Rupert Sapwell, and we're underway at the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. Cairns get first possession. Pinder won the tip. And Scott at the top is setting Turning it up for the Taipans, guarded by Marshall. He goes to the 45, Hogue. Quoll drives to the foul line, kicks out to the corner. Scott, his three-pointer is short. And Daniel Johnson with the board. Came off a donut last week, uh, Sh Shannon Scott. Unheard of, terrific player, but had a zero against Kings. Robert Franks looked at the triple. That shot was short. O-board to Nick Marshall. He just kicked it out to Cleveland. Antonius Cleveland dribbles around. It's a soft pick from DJ. Now to Marshall. Spin move on Scott, and that's short as well. So they need to put some air in the ball. A couple of short shots to start. Pinder, spin move on Franks. Lost the handle. Might have been a good strip there from Marshall. Might have got a fingernail in it. He did. Loose. Yeah, and he's got to make Keanu or Pinder, Pinder a passer out of that situation. He's got one thing on his mind, driving hard to the basket. Cleveland. In the post, the fall away looks very pretty. And the first points on the board to the Adelaide 36ers. They lead it 2-zip. Qualt to the foul line. Little floater from him is nice. Quick answer from the Snakes. Two apiece. Last year's Rookie of the Year, Bull Qual, Outstanding defender. Excellent 3 and D. Big body. And he's going to cause some havoc on the defensive end tonight for sure. Sixers working the ball around the perimeter. McCarran back to DJ. Wide open triple. It's the back back of the rim. Uh, Wardenberg with the 
Rebound. Now Scott on the 45 gets the pick. Qual, he looks at a long three. And it is too long. And McCarran with the board for the sixes. Just walks it up the court. Now into the post. Franks. Back in Waterberg. Fall away. Can't make that. And DJ Hogue with the board. Lots of mid-range fadeaways at the moment. Scott drives all the way on Marshall. Off the glass. Snakes lead it. Four to two. Great screen from Wardenberg. Freed him up. Franks in the post working on Pinder. And again, can't finish the 36s. So a lot of misses early in this one. 7.27 to go in the first quarter. Cans four. 36s two. Wardenberg faked the shot and drove all the way. Got fouled. He'll go to the line for the bonus. Unbackable rookie of the year, Sam Wardenberg. I think his uh, statistics have been outstanding. He's averaging near a double-double. He's, you know, he's got good range on his three-point shot. Quick for a big guy his size. And he's having an outstanding year for sure. I don't know if there's anyone close uh, to him with the rookie of the year. And put your money on it. 23-year-old from Auckland. Needs to work on his foul shooting. This is the first one. They still lead it 6-2, to two, the Taipans. Seven minutes to play in the first quarter. McCarran at the foul line. Kicks it back to Robert Franks. His triple doesn't drop. Shannon Scott with the board. Runs it up court. Wants to drive on Marshall, then pulls it up. Good D from Marshall. Hogue thought about the long-range triple. Cleveland guarding him. Swings it to Scott. And again, another missed shot. Daniel Johnson with the board. Marshall, lovely to the skipper. Cutting to the hole. And the layup for two. Sixers four. Taipan six. First fast break opportunity for the Sixers. Hogue misses the triple. Marshall, Sixers are running. Cleveland with the stuff. One of the foul as well. It ties it up at six apiece. It gets the noise out of this building. His head was so close to the ring right there, Bonds. He almost hit it on it. Lovely feed from Scott to Wardenberg. He gets an easy two. Eight to six. Well, they're going to give Scott the three-point shot. They're going to go under on those screens, but it gives him a little bit of room to make those passes. So interesting to see if they can hold their nerve on that one, the Sixers. Into the post, Robert Franks. Oh. And called for a charge. Bit of mayo on that from Wardenberg. Mayo indeed. There was a whole fridge full of condiments on that one, I felt. <laughs> there, was, there was definitely contact. Franks went into him, but uh, well sold by Wardenberg. KG beyond his years. Yes, there's substitution. For uh, both teams, Guy Sode checks in for the sixes. And Antonio and McCall in for the Taipans. Well, here's this matchup I'm worried about at the moment is uh, slower-footed Soto on a quicker-footed Pinder. It'll be interesting to see if they get Pinder gets isolated at the top of the key. So McCall has it at the top. Cleveland giving him some room. Now it's a Pinder in the post. He wants to take Soto on immediately. Kicks out to McCall at the top. The triple. If McCall starts making those three-pointers, very, very tough to guard. They'll give him those as well. They doubled down on Pinder, kicked it out. Easy shot for McCall. 11-6 and the turnover. Pinder to McCall. To the 45, Antonio drives into the paint, hands it to Pinder. 
who stuffs it home and then has a little word to Kai Soto as well. Timeout and the Taipans lead at 13 to 6. That was a vicious dunk. Wow. Turnovers, quick shots. We've had a couple looks, good looks at the three point line. DJ and Robert Franks missing those. A couple of opportunities gone betting. When you're playing a team like the Cairns Taipans, they do not give up and they uh, punish you for your mistakes. And that's what's happened right now. Early seven point lead for the Snakes. Time out is for Nippy's Fresh Juices. Make sure you enjoy a bit of a Nippy's when you get a chance. Good start of this game. There's been some shots missed, but the tempo up and about. Both teams seem to be attacking. Yeah, well, athletic, isn't it? Both teams yeah. very athletic. And Keanu Pinder's going to give you some highlights, no doubt. Antonio's Cleveland out on the break. Some spectacular stuff there. Right now, it's the in-form Cairns Taipans handing it to the home team. I like uh, what the Taipans have done in, in, you know, in terms of slowing down that um, dribble penetration from the Sixers. Haven't been able to get much. What they've been able to get is that pitch back pass, a pick and pop, so the screener will get the ball, but they just haven't been able to make those couple of threes. So you add those into that equation and much different story. I don't know if Cairns want to keep giving Antonius Cleveland and Daniel Johnson open three-point shots. Early in the game... Cairns shooting 6 from 11, 36 is 3 from 9 at just 33%. Sunday, Detch onto the court for his first minutes. Drives through the paint. He had a lot of snakes coming at him. And the foul was called. And he'll go the line for two. Good take from Sunday. They're, they're playing drops coverage, which means that the, the Taipan guarding the screener, who was Kai Soto, was waiting in the middle of the key. And that gave Sunday, Detch, a run-up. Keanu Pinder came over to try and block it. If he misses the shot Sunday, Kai, Kai Soto's all over the board. So they're playing drops at the moment, daring the Sixers to shoot that. They don't think they're much of a shooting threat. Ends up with the Sixers now to try and get those style of buckets. And I think that Sunday made the right choice. They're getting to the basket. NBL Live for Tire Power, your trusted tire experts, Paul Bonza and Rupert Sapwell with you. Sunday, Detch makes his first foul shot. And second one was short, but he got his own board. McCarran thought about the triple, then gave it back to Detch. And Pinder with a big rebound. 7 to 13. Cairns lead it. Pinder all the way from one end to the other. Antonio with the board kicks out to Hogue. And now they'll slow it up. McCall. Goes to Pinder, guarded by Franks. Drives through the paint again and missed the layup. He thought he was fouled. I didn't see anything there. Franks, the Sixers down the other end. Sunday Detch, wide open three! Ten plays, 13. Well, that's where the old dogs will say Keanu Pinder had stopped playing in transition as Bull Quoll misses a shot, gave, gave his team a disadvantage down the other end. So sprint back after the misses. Cleveland drives through the paint. He was fouled, and he will go to the line for two. Foul is on Antonio. Yeah, it seemed like the Cairns Taipans got a good look at that missed call on Pinder, but Pinder then just stopped, remonstrated with the referee, stood where he was. Meanwhile, five on four down the other yep. end, kicked it to the open guy. Sunday Detch was open, hit an open three, so can't afford to have those little self-indulgent lapses. And uh, if I'm hard on Keanu Pinder, it's only because now that he's just raised his game to such a different level that he could hold himself to MVP type status. Mjukting checks in for the Taipans as Cleveland misses his first foul shot. 
can't make the second. Rip rare. 10 plays 13. Taipans lead it. Four to go in the first quarter. Wardenberg. Pull away. Doesn't drop either. And Cleveland with the board. Thinks about a long range three. And again, that's short. Taipans running it down through McCall. Soto might have got a fingernail on that. And they've called a goaltend. Yeah, they have, because Kai Soto slapped the backboard, made the rim shake, and when it's the ball's in and around the cylinder, you can't do that. So, correct call. Not popular, but correct. Bit of extended pressure from the Snakes. Allows Cleveland just to put it up for Soto. Just a little bit high. It sounds ridiculous when you're seven foot, but pass just a little bit out of reach for Soto. Now the Taipans, Antonio. His little jumper is successful. 17-10. He's a burner shooter, Antonio, so you've got to get closer to that and make him a driver. Franks wide open at the top, thought about it. Now a little pass inside to Soto, who can't get his handle on it. Uh, goes out of court. Will be a baseline ball to the Taipans. Substitution for the Sixers. DJ back in and Nick Marshall back in. Came momentum at the moment. Sixers started this quarter on a 4 nothing run. Cleveland misses two free throws. Could have brought it back to a one-point game. Quick transition. Taipans score, score, and it's back out to seven. So can't give those chances to elite teams like the Snakes. To hear McCall backing in Marshall. Spin move was pretty. Lays it off the glass. Two more for Cairns. They lead at 19-10. 2.43 to go in the first. That looked like a seasoned professional against the rookie there. Mm. Certainly did. Detch takes it through. But again, blocked and out of court will be a Sixers ball. Galloway will check in for the Sixers for his first minutes. Ball movement stop for the Sixers, too, interestingly. I was just about to say that, too. Yeah. Bullqual's doing an excellent job on Sunday, Detch, just forcing him to do something other than initiate an offense and is putting his head down and trying to drive against it. Sunday, Detch works through the paint again. Can't finish. Wardenberg, the rebound. So it's a bit of a... Passing has absolutely stopped. The teamwork stopped from the 36ers. Cairns looking very good early in this one. Three-point shot from the corner from Quall. 22 leads 10. It's a 12-point lead to the Taipans. Two to go in the first. McCarran almost had it stripped from McCall. And now the double dribble call comes. McCarran doesn't like it. He received a singlet from um, the great man in a great jumper. <laughs> Ken Cole. Yeah, Ken Cole, that's right. Played his 200th game last weekend with Mitch McCarran. A nice presentation before the game. McCall at the top. He's going to drive the lob pass to Deng. He's fouled and he'll go to the line for two shots. Well, there's a purpose with what the Snakes are doing right now. It looks like they're running pre-designed patterns, which is, you know, an offense. But the Sixers aren't doing anything to take them out of that. The, the conservative coverage that they're doing on the on-ball screens going under 
doesn't stop anything. Yeah. It just stops the drive, but doesn't stop them from running side to side. Whereas down the other end, full in your face pressure defense from the Snakes, which is what the Sixers have struggled with all game. Sting makes his first. Uh, as what the Sixers have struggled with all season uh, is what is becoming their undoing again now. So Taipans have opened up a real handy lead at the moment. Four of 14 shooting for the Sixers at 28%. Cairns at 52% as Deng makes his second substitution. Antonio checks in for Qual. Good minutes from Qual. Extended pressure again from the Snakes. Sixers work their way through it. Galloway, he looked at a three and that missed as well. No one on the offensive glass for the Sixers. It's all cans early. McCall drives through the foul line, was fouled by Marshall, and he'll go to the line for two shots. Well, that's what ex that extended pressure does to teams as well. So took a early shot in transition because that was the one that was open, but you know, no offensive rebounding position for the Sixers after Galloway's shot. Straight back down their throat down the other end shooting free throws. So, very clinical display from Cairns Taipans at the moment, showing why they're top three in the league. Nick Marshall it's his first foul, but he checks out for Hiram Harris. He comes in for his first minutes to hear McCall. This is his first. They are a Hungry Jack's chance when Tajir McCall is on the foul line too. And he makes the second. 25-10. Sixers haven't scored for quite a while. Again, the extended pressure. Harris trapped. Got it over half court. Galloway drives and lays it off the glass for two. Good finish from the number 14 for the Adelaide 36ers. 25 plays, 12 minutes to go in the first quarter. McCall at the top. To Shannon, almost threw it away. Shannon Scott, rather. And Deng is fouled by Hiram Harris. Just slapped him as he ran past him. Well, that's a bonus two now for the Snakes, so that's a costly one. Rush of blood from Harris. This is NBL Live for Tyre Power, your trusted tyre experts. Bit nervous. We've got a bit of a superstar next to us tonight, Rupert. Just realised that. We've got a superstar next to you the whole time. Oh, good point. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about her. <laughs> oh, that's not... <laughs> well, you're talking about yourself. Deng <laughs> <laughs> makes the first. They're crawling ahead. Tight snakes, aren't they? It's been a really good first quarter from them. Their coach who's strutting up and down in front of us would be very happy. Adam Ford. As you would. Team's playing fantastic. 27-12. 50 seconds to go in the first quarter. Daniel Johnson has it in the post. Swings it to Galloway. He drives through the key and the little handoff to Franks. Back to Galloway. It's the back of the iron. His long-range shot. Tight bands with the boards. Shannon Scott rushes it up court. Antonio and a hand in his face from Galloway. So another pass away to McCall. Now Deng, front and centre. Can't hit it. Daniel Johnson with another rebound. 20 seconds to go in the first. I'd love to see Don Johnson yep. get the ball. Yeah. He's uh, 
Kings got on the boards and I'm sure they've caught a Cairns ball here. Well, they're going to challenge that because they, it was the incorrect call, but yeah. the referee overruled himself. Yeah. Yeah. 15 seconds to go. Chance for the Taipans to extend this lead. 27-12. McCall to Wardberg. Another foul line. Lost the handle. Ball comes loose. Harris had it, and it was stripped. And with .6 on the clock, it'll be a side ball to the Taipans. Adam Ford's getting uh, jumping up and down on the sideline. Well, they've got to play. It's going to be a catch for Deng, you would think, with only 0.6 seconds left. That's not enough to catch and shoot, but it's enough to tip. So it's going to be a pass underneath the Deng. Gives it off to Antonio, who puts the shot up. It's not in time. Well, I forgot they had Jonah Antonio out here. He only needs about 0.6 seconds to get his shot off. A very quick release. But what a quarter for the Taipans. Fantastic quarter for the Taipans. They lead it 27 to 12 here at quarter time. We'll take a break. Come back for the second quarter action. This is NBL Live. NBL on SEN. The tyre power. Your trusted tyre experts. Welcome back to the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. It's quarter time. If you're just joining us, the Cairns Taipans have had a fantastic first quarter. They lead it 27 to 12 over the home team. And Paul Bonds a Rupert Sapwell here for Tire Power, your trusted tire experts. Sapper, have you got some stats for us at quarter time, please? Anything stick out? Well, yeah, the Taipan's shooting at the moment, and there are, you know, close to 50%, but the six is shooting 30, 29%, in fact. Five of 17, can't seem to throw it anywhere near it. One of eight from the three point line. It's been a, a tale of that at the moment. Rebounds about even, seven turnovers for the sixes as well. Way yeah, too poor. many. So. You know, that's what it is. You, you, you add those turnovers to the missed shots, and they're just not getting enough shots up the sixes. They're just burping the ball up, and, and when they do get a shot, it's a quick, ill-advised one. So, Taipan's totally destroying the half-court offense of the sixes right now, and it's going to take a bit of composure from the sixes to get what they need. Taipan's more of the same. 15-point lead. Couldn't have asked for a better start, Adam Ford. Yeah. Great start for the visitors. You mentioned the superstar setting yourself. I forgot to mention her name. Aaron Phillips is working for the uh, host broadcaster tonight. Filling in the shoes of Brett Maher. Well, she, she can do that easily, can't she? Yeah, she's got a few arrows in her quiver, doesn't she, in terms of her sport. <laughs> so it's not even her main sport anymore, the hoops. That's right. she is. So well done to her. So McCarran, Sixers will start with the basketball. Galloway. Frank's at the elbow. Takes the quick shot. Again, another miss to the 36ers. Taipans running. McCall went with a lob pass. Good D from Galloway. And they've turned it over, the Taipans. Yeah, I think it was, and Harris did a fantastic job as well, just sprinting back with a flight of the ball and tipping it back in. Got a hand on that alley-oop. So that's the type of stuff that Harris needs to bring and is doing so early. So McCarran. Works it to Franks. Galloway back to McCarran at the top. Galloway, he looks at the three. That's long. Another miss. Harris got the board. And I think he might have been out of court. And he was, so it will be a Cairns ball from the baseline. 15-point lead to Cairns. Word out of the Sixers' training room is that Galloway is an outstanding three-point shooter. He's early getting them up, and nice form. He's got... 
length, NBA-style length. So trying to get him going early. Dink, the handoff to Antonio. Speaking of good shooters, back to Dink. Closed down by Galloway, so he drives through the paint. Bubbles around, and Galloway gets the board. McCarran, double team. Good pressure from the Snakes. And come off the hand of Deng and out of bounds. Will be a 36ers ball. Yeah, it looks like uh, they're going to take... Well, they need one second to get it over, so Mitch McCarran's going to have to launch it into the front court here. But they're trying to double the ball out of McCarran's hand and forcing someone else to be a point guard for the Sixers. Effective strategy so far. And they couldn't do that as Galloway... Probably not quite aware, was he? It just seemed like he didn't realise what was going on there. Yeah. And he still doesn't know. Well, I think he's saying what was he was supposed to do. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't in the... Yeah, he couldn't have done much, but he's going to hurl it into the front court there. So, yeah, six isn't disarray at the moment. 27 plays, 12. 8.40 to go in the second. DJ Ho, guarded by Cleveland. Kicks out to the corner. Antonio! Big three-point bucket from him. It's 30-12, to 18-point lead. They look fantastic, the Snakes. Yeah, they do, getting anything they want right now. Harris drives on McCall, and the foul is called. Hiram Harris will go to the line for two. That's the way to break up that slump, is to try and get to the foul line, get offensive rebounds, get some transition points, stuff like that, because the outside shooting is... Ice cold at the moment. Harris has done a good job there. He's been on the boards. He's been active. Now let's see if he can get a couple of easy points for his team. Down to 26%, the Adelaide 36ers. That turnover count has gone up to eight. Taipan's just two. That's a tale of the two defences as well. Yes. One is forcing the issue. The Taipans are up and in and very aggressive. Sixers are trying to contain at the moment, so they're not likely to force any turnovers either. The speed they're moving the ball, the Taipans, are very impressive as Harris makes both of his foul shots. Well, the Sixers, yeah, Sixers are letting him do it. That's yes. the thing. Scott has it on the 45, guarded by McCarran. Dribbles around to Pinder. Antonio, quick release for a back-to-back -back threes. Can't make it. Now Cleveland. Races up court and pulls it up. It's back to McCarran at the top. And you get the pick from Harris. Now pulls up at the elbow. That shot's long. Taipans get the boards. Shannon Scott is going to drive. Kicks it back to Pinder, who floats through. Draws the foul on Harris. And will go to the line for two shots. Well, it's just aggression at the basket. What you see at the moment with the Sixers is a lot of east-west going from side to side but not trying to get in close to the paint. Mitch McCarron settled for a pull-up jump shot there and Pinder had nothing else on his mind other than wrecking the rim on that one. So Harris had no other option but to foul him. So just the style and the aggression right now, all with the tight ends. As Pinder's at the line, makes the first. It's almost like the court's... A bit like Lords and the Kansas Taipans are running, running down. downhill. Yeah, it's a good call. And the Sixers are running uphill. And as Pinder makes his second. 32 plays 14. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's a it's a yeah, real dour situation at the moment. The doubling and forcing it out of their hands. Cleveland floats through. Finger roll. 
That goes. Such a graceful athlete. Oh, just he's great to watch. Antonio goes to Pinder at the top. Now Ho, guarded by Cleveland. Into the corner. Scott. He likes a triple. Three more to the Taipans. They lead at 35-16. Well, they're rolling now. They are absolutely rolling. Harris through the middle. Left unattended. Just floated through. Might have got fouled on the way. And he was by Scott. Antonio checks out for Qual. That's Shannon Scott's first foul. And DJ is going to check back into the game for Hiram Harris. If you've just walked into the stadium and you watch the last couple of minutes, Taipans have got a plan. Yeah. It seems like they're doing sim similar things. They're up and in, but right now the Sixers don't seem to have a, a distinct plan and they're being very reactive. And definitely on the back foot. Antonius Cleveland. His triple is too long. O-board from Franks. Tapped it out to Johnson. DJ drives. He was fouled by McCall. We'll go to the line for two. What a pretty good screen from Franks there as well. Other than the great Andrew Gaze, I don't know who is better at drawing fouls at the offensive end than Daniel Johnson. He's an all-time great at that. He's slow, just like Andrew. So it's slow enough to spot the contact. And it's just subtle, but he's just a master of holding his arms out and getting fouled. He's, his team really needs him at the moment. First one in off the front of the rim. 35-17. This is NBL Live for Tire Power. Paul Bonds and Rupert Sapwell with you. DJ Short on his second. Pinder races up the other end of the court. Lost the handle. And come off McCarran. Good D from McCarran. Yeah, well, that's a intimidating prospect bearing down at you in full speed. Karen and Pinder. And the turnover from the pass inside. McCarran drives all the way down. Got the foul on Hogue. And he will go to the line for two. Good. Foul shots. Shooting foul shots. DJ, Hiram Harris, now Mitch McCarran. Nothing else is working for the Sixers at the moment, but you keep the scoreboard ticking over. Defense got a couple of steals and forced a couple of shots. And the good news about being down 18, and there is good news <laughs> about being down 18, is that it, it's only 6.41 to go in the second quarter. Like, there's a ton of time yeah. left. So don't try and get it all back at once. There's no prizes for winning at halftime, but they do need to cut into this lead and establish a style of play. And a few free throws are just settling for the Sixers. As McCarran makes both his shots, 19.35. We're in the second quarter, 6.36 to go. Bit of extended pressure from the 36ers. Taipans handle that reasonably easy. Shannon Scott guarded by Cleveland. Now goes to Pinder, now Quoll on the 45. Swings it to Scott, long range three, hits the iron. And goes out of court. And that's the benefit of the extended pressure. By the time they got that ball out of that extended pressure, there was 14 seconds left on the shot clock. Only time for a swing and a half and then a fourth shot. So nice adaption by C.J. Bruton. McCarran. Carter by Quoll. Has it at the top. Goes to Detch. Back to McCarran. It's the pick from D.J. Now gives it to D.J. Thought about yeah, the three and he travelled. It was. His back leg twitched. 
And then he came up just before he put that ball down. He just he let everyone see that he was about to pick it up, and it was too obvious, that one, unfortunately. And we got a timeout thanks to Nippy's Fresh Juices. Six minutes to go in the second quarter. The Taipans lead at 35-19. That's a 16-point lead. Leading scorers is uh, Tajir McCall with eight. For the Taipans, Quoll with five, Antonio with five, and for the 36ers, Cleveland with six, Detch with four, McCarran with four. Oh, a good scoring spread from the Taipans as well. You know, everyone who's come on has had something to say. Shannon Scott, who, yeah, zero points in his last game on Monday, had five early points, including a three-pointer. The bench was especially happy about that. You could tell that they were really riding on him and, and getting going in his offensive game because he's an outstanding uh, import. And if you're getting eight points from McCall this early in the game, that's a bonus as well because he's noted as a defender, Correct. not necessarily noted as a scorer, very streaky, but he's definitely going at the moment as well. And when you've got those types of uh, broad contributions from scoring, it's hard for the Sixers to know where to channel their energies and seem to be chasing their tail on the defensive end. But signs are just sort of slowing out from the Taipans a little bit and Sixers are correcting the ship, but as yeah, I said, plenty of time left to go. And if they can, by half time, get this sort of to 12 points or so, and now it's a different ball game. But plenty of work to do between now and then. And you know, big the six ends, minutes. Yeah, tight ends don't seem to be slowing down much. Shannon Scott will dribble the ball over half court. Let's go to McCall on the 45. Pinder back to McCall, who cut through the key. Wobbles around and then DJ gets the board. Almost lost it, DJ. Good hands from Scott. Ended up with McCarran. Who goes into Franks in the post. Might have been fouled. Didn't matter. Got his own board. Oh, yes, he did. Then he got it again. <laughs> He's punching himself in the head because he missed the first two. But tied it up and it's back to a 21-35 game. He's, hard. He's a hard cover in there. He's very, very strong, Robert Franks. Scott to McCall to Pinder. Now Quoll, he looks at a three. That's well short. Pinder, great O-board from him. Back to Hogue. Hogue drives to the foul line. Little feed into McCall. He's under pressure and missed the shot. Cleveland gliding down court. DJ, two points. The Sixers are coming. And Adam Ford, seen enough, he's called a timeout. You could sense it, couldn't you, Bonds? You know, there's a... Missed a couple of easy shots there. Tajir McCall missed a couple of ones he'd want back and... Then the pressure of the of the Sixers is starting to lift a little. Still don't know if I'd, I'd play off them as much as I as they are, but a couple of fast break opportunities. Sixers in their natural habitat, and um, it's amazing how quickly the complexion of the game changes. So 4.58 to go in the second. There's timeout for Nippy's Fresh Juices. Paul Bonds and Rupert Sapwell with you. And the score is 35-23. At quarter time, it was 27-12, a 15-point lead. It's now a 12-point lead. So they've closed the gap by three, the Sixers. Yeah. But the, as you said, in the last minute and a half, the Sixers have looked better. They have. And the story at the moment is still only 23 points for the Sixers. It just, it's been yes. such a nemic Shooting at from, 28%. Yeah, that's right. So not, not going to do that. And credit the Cairns Taipans for it. I mean, they've definitely forced the issue there and, and made it a rushed proposition for any of the Sixers shooters. What I will say, too, uh, about that is that the, the pressure has waned a little bit for the Taipans, and it, it, show, it seems to be that the Sixers are able to run a little bit more effective 
half court, but make no mistake, it's actually about the misses and the transition at the moment if the Sixers want to get back into it. They've got to force some missed shots, and when they get out and run, as good as anyone for sure. Good crowd in tonight as well for Friday night in Adelaide. The extended pressure comes again from the Sixers. Ben Ayer seeing his first time on court for the Taipans. Here's Wardenberg. Pinder into the post, guarded by Franks, backing him in. Nice move from Pinder, two for him. Quick and strong, explosive, very good move. Showed him a little shoulder fake. Robert Franks went one way, Pinder finished the other. 14-point lead to the Taipans. Franks has it in the post, working on Ward Wardenberg. Kicks out to Daniel Johnson, fake the three, then got fouled. <laughs> you, you called it like 60 seconds ago. <laughs> Just pulled out the clumsy gene to G DJ and almost fell into Pinder. Rev had no, I had nothing else to call but a foul. No, that's right. He's just too slow for him. That's yeah. what it was. Too slow for him. And uh, yeah, oh, DJ, he's just uh, a master at it. Captain Awkward for sure. And he's got uh, tens of thousands of points, it seems like, because of it. And here he goes again. Three shots for his team. It's almost like he pressed the pause button then, waited for Pinder to get in the wrong position and then moved. Well, he's such an athlete, Pinder. He's so twitchy that it doesn't take much to set him off. And there he goes. The heels sprung out. And once he's in the air, it's, it's at DJ's mercy. Makes the first couple. And this is the third. And when, I say, yeah, and when I say Captain Clumsy, um, it's deliberate. Oh, absolutely. You know, like, it's there. it just looks awkward, but he's just uh, so good at drawing. He's just uh, almost comical. Again, the extended pressure. Cleveland almost with the steal. And it should have been a backcourt violation. Crowd is fuming. So is CJ Bruton. And now foul's called on McCarran, reaching foul on Wardenberg. Crowd not happy. Well, the crowd's here, finally. Good to see. It took a little while, but uh, now the Sixers look like they've ramped up the defense. It was You're right, it was almost a 10 or 8 second violation in the backcourt, and it was a one-man press. Antonius Cleveland just had, uh, it was Ben Eyre in, in absolute knots. So excellent defensive pressure from Antonius Cleveland. Almost got an 8 second call by himself. Sixers uh, fans are in the game. Second personal foul on McCarran. Quoll guarded by Cleveland. He drives. Tried to, an impossible pass. It was cut off by Harris. So Sixers into the front court again. Harris into the post. Daniel Johnson. Guarded by Wardenberg. Backs him in a little bit. Floats through the key. Can't finish. Pinder with the board. They're running. Ben Air all the way. Quick. Gets the foul. And goes to the line for the bonus shot. Defense into offense. Outstanding from the Taipans there. DJ got close to the basket. Shouldn't have been able to get a layer from that position, but Ben Air was out and running. Wardenberg was able to take space up, got in DJ's way. DJ took a swipe at the ball, got fouled. That's how you steady the ship if you're the Taipans, just getting out and getting a couple of easy ones. Timeout for Nippy's Fresh Juices with 3.42 to go in the quarter. Taipans lead at 39-26. to 26. Still in a better position than what they were, down 18 or so. And, you know, again... CJ had won it under 10 by halftime, wouldn't he? Well, you would. But, you know, you also 
you know, when you're down 18, you wanted to get it back. You don't think you're going to halve the lead, but they almost did in that yes. point there. So you take two away from that. It was 11-point game. So Sixers, with all the momentum in the last couple of minutes, that's a momentum stopper for sure. And CJ's call a timeout to, you know, regather. But they say that the back three minutes of each quarter, particularly each half, is so important. And this three minutes, 42 now, will go a long way towards deciding the complexion of that second half. The Sixers can get it under 10, like you say, Bonds. It's a totally different game, and the and the momentum will feel like it's with the Sixers. Taipans won't go in thinking, oh, we're up by 10. Isn't that great? They'll think, oh, we blew a lead, and, you know, the Sixers are coming. So, yeah, that's the, the mindset that you want to try and win in these last three minutes, 42, and both coaches will be well aware of it. So, steadying basket from Ben Eyre there, no question. And Sixers now will be wanting to look to get a high percentage basket down the other end to keep the pressure on. So Ben Air will go to the line for just a single shot. This basket did count. 39-26. Spent a little bit of time in Adelaide under Joey Wright. And has earned his spot up in Cairns. 40 plays 26. As Ben Air made the foul shot. Cleveland carries the ball up court. Now goes to McCarran. It's a pick from DJ. Oh. And DJ just wasn't looking at the ball. And it came almost off his head. And ended up in the front row. You know, that's it's presence, defensive presence there. There was just enough chest-to-chest -chest presence from the Taipans defense just to make it a little bit tougher of McCarran to pass it. And, and DJ, you're right, took his eye off the ball. Turnover number 10 for the 36ers. Air to Pinder. Frank got a hand in there, but... Got the ball back, did Pinder. Now set the pick for air, gave it back in the one-two. Glided through beautifully, Pinder, and scored the bucket. Excellent feed from Ben Air, right in the pocket. 42-26. And it's a foul called much to the delight of the Adelaide fans. Foul is on Ben Air, that's his first. And we'll go to the line now, it's the bonus. The last, uh, I'm sure CJ Bruton would want to make the most of this last three minutes if they are in the bonus. You don't mind that if you're Adam Ford, though, up the court pressure when you back up yep. point guard. That's what they're supposed to do. Certainly, Mitch McCarran was frustrated with that presence. Now, they get a couple of free points, but you're still keeping that Taipan-style basketball at the forefront of this game. You don't want to back off just because you're in the bonus situation. You want to continue that pressure and see if you can force Sixers into more rash shots. McCarran, one of two. The lead is 15 to the Taipans. 2.50 to go. Pinder working on Johnson. Good D from Johnson. Ball comes loose to McCarran. He just holds it up. Now into the post, Franks. Working on Wardenberg. Good D from Wardenberg. The shot misses. Coming over the top and almost tipping it back in was Harris. Now air to Wardenberg. Thought about the three. Quoll with the same. Cleveland in his face. Good hand from Franks. Cleveland glides through the glass, through the paint and lays it up for two more. His stride length oh. is exceptional, isn't it? He just looks effortless when he's doing it. He's one of those Giannis and Tendacumpo type of stride lengths, you know, three or four. Steps over half court and he's on the rim. He's such a graceful athlete. And Tatum. 
Yeah, that's right. Similar. Absolutely. Yeah, and credit Robert Franks for the tip out there. The defense got going. And uh, right now, again, I do, I do I jinx it, but DJ Hogue, really absent in this game so far. Hasn't needed from the type Taipan's point of view, but well contained so far. Similar Monday night against Sydney until the end of the game when he was huge. Tried to feed him in the post. Did Wardenberg, and it came off his hands. Another turnover to the Snakes. Well, that's their sixth. Well, they thought they had a mismatch with Mitch McCarron, but Mitch McCarron is not your average size point guard. He's no. thick through the through the butt, and he's very, very strong. So you know, you're not going to post him up real easy. 42-29. McCarron at the top. Nick Marshall on the 45. He's going to drive on Dang. Tried to feed it to Harris. Probably threading the needle a bit too fine there. Ben Air drives on Harris. Blocked by McCarron. Slaps it into the crowd. Well, that's where the Sixers are at their best. Swarming defense, pressure. I don't feel like they need to, even though there's not as many obvious shooters on the Taipans team, I think they, their default personality has to be pressure defense. 127, and on the inbound, DJ Hogue got up and stuffed at home. 44-29. Minute 20 to go. Before halftime, Nick Marshall to McCarran. Marshalling his troops. Kicks it back to Franks. He looks at a three. Finally, the 36ers make a triple. And it's off the hand of Robert Franks. 44-32 minutes to go before the half. Too much space there from Wardenberg on Franks. The old one-two from Hogue to Wardenberg. And the finger roll, two more. To the Snakes, 46-32, they lead it. So we close in on half-time at the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. McCarran into the post. Franks guarded by Deng. Wants to back him down. Kicks out to Sunday. Detch at the top. His three-point shot doesn't go. Good board from Deng. Fought hard for that one. Wardenberg stops at the three-point line and can't hit it. Franks had it, lost it. Antonio to air. And the ref's seen something here. Shot clock. Should have been set to 14. It got set to 24. So they're going to take a second or so off that or put another second or so on the game clock. Thanks, Sapper. So 19 seconds to go in the half. 46 players, 32. Cairns lead it. This is NBL, NBL Live for tyre power. Your trusted tyre experts. And we've got a bit of time here and just... Six and so will get another shot at this. So they're stopping a score and they're back at that 12-point mark, which was probably a win considering where they were at the start of that second quarter. Well, they're up to 32% now. Mm. Finally into the 30s. They've been in the 20s or less for most of the game. Yeah, it's not flash, is it? It's not flash. Um, turnovers, 11-7. to seven. So it's been a bad quarter for the Taipans. At five turnovers this quarter. So as that stat goes, anyway, 19 seconds before the half. DJ Hogue has the ball guarded by Cleveland. And it will be the ball went out of court, but they'll get it back. Hogue. Again, Cleveland in his face. He drives. Spin move. Foul. Good work from DJ Hogue. Through the foul on Cleveland. And he'll go to the line for two shots. Ten seconds left in the half. 
you feel the anticipation on that last one. It's, it's a rash reach in, and DJ Hogue is going to have to make a pretty tough shot in order to get there, and he's capable of it for sure, but a couple of free throws. Oh, gee, that was a short one. Missed the first one. It was a very short. And Crowder keen for a cheeseburger. Nothing but net. Substitution. Quoll checks back in for the Taipans. DJ Ho. Well, subbing in an excellent defender to defend this last 10 seconds. Good decision. McCarran will get it over half court. Seven seconds. Goes back to Cleveland. Moves into the paint. Loses the handle. The fade away. Good block from Antonio. And that will be your halftime score with the Cairns Taipans leading at 47-32. A big first half from the Taipans. It was, and the Sixers gained no ground whatsoever in that second quarter. So despite all the theatrics and the building and the tension and the defensive presence that raised themselves, Sixers couldn't make any inroads into that tough quarter time lead of 15 points. So Taipans with everything going at the moment. 15-point lead. We'll take a break from the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. It's the Cairns Taipans leading 47, Adelaide 36ers 32. Welcome to NBL on SEN. For tyre power, your trusted tyre experts. Welcome back to the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. It's halftime here. The Cairns Taipans lead it 47-32 over the Adelaide 36ers. And we're here for tyre power. Get a grip on tyre safety. Paul Bonds and Rupert Sapwell with you, Sapper. What sort of stats you got for us at halftime? Well, I've got some ugly shooting stats, but I'd like to share those with you, Bonds. I'm not sure. 30% from the field for the Sixers, 10 of 33. 2 of 12 from the three-point line. That's ugly as well. They've gone to the line 15 times, but, you know, if they made 10 makes, but 11 turnovers as well. Most of the damage was done in that first quarter there. I think they had seven or so. So, yeah. you know, got, cleaned it up a little bit there in that second quarter and, and forced, forced the type ends into some, but... Right now, it's all the Taipans still, and they're shooting 47%, close enough to 50% from the field, and not real good from the three-point line themselves at 26%, but if you add the turnovers to the shooting percentage for the Sixers, and that's pretty much where it's at. And the other thing is, you know, the Taipans are, are, are controlling the pace of this game. When the Taipans play up, the Sixers, you know, shoot fast shots. But then there was a moment in that second quarter where... The Sixers got up, they, they pressed a little bit, they ran out of shot clock a little bit, you know, and, and it, it, it increased defensive pressure from the Sixers yep. worried the Taipans. They did the same thing that the Taipans have been doing to them. So not beyond the realms of possibility to turn the tables in this one, but I don't think it's going to be by going under screens and playing passive defense. I think we have to ramp up the defensive pressure there and force the Taipans into a up-and-down game. And if I'm completely honest... If you want an up-and-down game, surely that's got to be in the Sixers' favour. Get up and down, but they've shot 32 points. Clearly, it's not up and down enough. So get up into the grill of the Cairns type ends players, force them to take early offence shots, and, you know, they miss enough of them. The Sixers can ignite their running game and come down the other end and get some easy buckets because the half-court defence of the type ends so good. No easy buckets right now for the Sixers. All right, in a word... Snakes or Sixers? Oh, Snakes at the moment. It's, it's a Snakes to lose at the moment. 15-point lead. They've done everything. All right, let's take another break. We'll be back for the second half action. 15-point lead to the Cairns Taipans. They lead 47-32 over the Adelaide 36ers. This is NBL Live. 
Welcome to NBL on SEN. For tyre power, your trusted tyre experts. DJ Ho, guarded by Cleveland, kicks out to the corner. Antonio, big three-point bucket from him. Almost lost it, DJ. Good hands from Scott. Ended up with McCarran, who goes into Franks in the post. Might have been fouled, didn't matter, got his own board. Oh, yes, it did, then he got it again. <laughs> He's punching himself in the head because he missed the first two, but tied it up. And Cleveland gliding down court. DJ, two points. The sixes are coming. Nick Marshall on the 45 is going to drive on Dang. Tried to feed it to Harris. Probably threading the needle a bit too fine there. Ben Air drives on Harris. Blocked by McCarran. Slaps it into the crowd. Kicks it back to Franks. He looks at a three. Finally, the 36ers make a triple. Welcome back to the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. Almost time for the second half here. And this is NBL Live for Tire Power, your trusted tyre experts, Paul Bonza and Rupert Sapwell with you. It's a 15-point lead to the Snakes, Sapper. Well earned by the Snakes too, I might add. All about their defence, forcing sixes into tough shots. Consequently, the sixes are shooting 30% and have 11 turnovers at halftime. Way too many turnovers, nowhere near enough good shooting. All about the Taipans' defence at the moment. They've been elite all year, showing why they're a top three team. Uh, will be a Taipans ball to get us underway in the second half. Leading for the 36ers, Cleveland with eight points, Johnson with six, and for the Snakes, Pinder with eight, and Tajia McCall with eight points. And Shannon Scott will bring the ball over half court to start the second half. Gets a good pick from Hogue. Now goes to Hogue. Quoll driving on Marshall. And clumsy foul from Marshall will put Quoll to the line. They're picking on him a little bit. Just a little. Yeah, I mean, they posted him up early uh, to Jim McCall and got a bucket on him. And now it's uh, that's his second foul. But they're going at him, the young fella. And so you should, shouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, Bull Quoll, you know, he was a rookie of the year last year. So it's not yes. like he's a veteran. But, <laughs> yeah, they're going at him at the moment. Quoll makes the first to get... The Taipans underway in the second half. They lead by 15 at quarter time. They lead by 15 at half time. 20 apiece in that second term. Squall makes the second. Good patience from Taipans in that set too. Yeah. Went through everyone's hands. Were able to turn the corner right at the end of the shot clock and got a couple of, a couple of free throws for it. McCarran, ball in hand. Goes to Daniel Johnson. A couple of dribbles and hands off to Cleveland on the 45. Just backs things up a little into the post to Daniel Johnson and is fouled by Pinder. Again, Daniel Johnson just draws another foul. I've got it in my mind now that every time he touches it, someone's <laughs> fouling him. He's just a master that he's a puppeteer out there. And importantly, a foul on County Pinder. If you get him in foul trouble, different game. Cleveland has the ball guarded by Hoag. Wants to take him. The little step back is short. Shannon Scott with the board. The ball is stopping in Cleveland's hand at the moment. I think he needs to push that ball a little bit further and faster out. Gets a steal and then throws it back into Quoll. The ball goes out of court. Heads up play by Antonius Cleveland. Well, he can do all sorts of things athletically, can't he? And that was a tremendous defensive play. See if the Sixers can get a more fluent offense this time down. McCarran guarded heavily by Quoll. Gets to the foul line. 
and lost the handle, then dived on the ball again. I was going to say footy because it was a bit light footy there. McCarran dive back onto it. The pressure from Quoll is outstanding. He's so strong, and he's just putting enormous pressure on the point guards, and what that does is rush them. It means that McCarran, in order to be effective, has got to put his head down and try and beat him off the dribble. He might have uh, smashed his nose here, McCarran. Bit of yeah. blood coming from the nostril. Yep. So who have a seat and Detch comes back in. But there's go. That's the indicative of that defensive pressure. And when uh, Taipans were doing so well in that first half, it was Quoll guarding Detch up the floor and forcing Detch into a head down dribble offense as well. So alarming signs early on. Mitch McCarran want to get out there quick, but doesn't seem to help the Sixers run a nice half-court offense at the moment. Taipans are taken right out of it. Nine seconds on the shot clock, 49-32. Taipans lead it, Sixers ball from the baseline. Lovely little feed to Marshall with a nice little easy stuff from the rookie. Well, that'll get his confidence going as well. He needed that because hadn't been too positive until then. 49 plays 34. Hogue to Pinder. Just inside the perimeter. Now to Scott. Some good D from Detch, although the foul's called as he steamrolled. Keanu Pinder. Will be a Cairns ball from the sideline. It's a second foul on Detch. Yeah, pretty obvious one in the end. I'm trying to think of a reason why that wouldn't be called a foul, but, you know, just steamrolled him. You're right. Good call. TJ Hogue inbounds to Quoll. The handoff to Scott. Gets past Sunday Detch. And again, Cleveland gets the board, throws it into Pinder, and the Sixers will get the ball. Well, that's a good example, though, of what the Taipans are doing to the Sixers. They forced Shannon Scott through defensive pressure into something that wasn't designed. It was a one-on-one yep. -on -one opportunity in the end and missed it. Opportunity now for the Sixers to cut into this lead. 49 plays 34. Daniel Johnson went the lob pass oh, to Cleveland. Wow. Who somehow... Got a gadget arm up there and tapped it in. I thought that was way too high. It was way easy. too high. Don't know how he got it, but he did. 49 plays 36. Here's the pressure from Sunday Ditch. Outstanding. It was great pressure. He gave it to Wardenberg, who pulled up at the elbow. And it was in and out. Now Cleveland races back down the court. And he is fouled by Pinder. Third foul for Pinder. That's so, a complexion changer, that is. It is. That might change the game here, and there'll be a sub for sure. I wouldn't think that Adam Ford will leave Pinder in the game. Well, I don't have all the answers, but the answer right now is Sunday Detch. The defensive pressure that he's put on in those last couple of possessions has totally disrupted the Cairns Taipans offense. They haven't run anything. They've run, you know, one-on-one -on -one opportunities. Wardenberg forced into a, a contested mid-range jump shot from the elbow. Take a bow, Sunday Detch, changing the complexion of this game a little bit in the favour of the Sixers. Cleveland the line, makes the first. That's uh, good wheels on Cleveland T. He's got the two-tone greens going tonight. Not sure it goes with the strip. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Misses the second. 37-49. It's back to a 12-point game. 7.37 to go. In the third, McCall to Hogue. Trying to take on Marshall. Then tried to feed it inside. 
Got a hand in there, turned it over to the 36ers. Nick Marshall gave it to Detch. He pulled it up. He's going to swing it around the arc, trying to feed in the post. Franks, he's under pressure now. It's three on one. Franks wanted a foul. Ref said no way. Hogue to the foul line. Floats through, lays it in. Nice aggression from DJ Hogue. If he could, um, uh, didn't want to settle there, and I thought he did a good job there getting to the basket. Well done, Hogue. Marshall to the corner. Daniel Johnson wants to take on Wardenberg. Did well, then tried to feed a little pass. Just dribbled in under the bucket. Tried to feed it off, but another turnover to the 36s. 6.47 to go. The Snakes lead at 51-37. You wonder what a defensive-oriented game looks like. This is it at the moment. If, if each team decides to defend, the other team's offense in the half court isn't good enough to counter it. So that's what you're seeing right now is a bunch of ugly basketball because the defense is outstanding. 21 turnovers for the game, both teams. McCall drove through, had his shot blocked. Daniel Johnson gave it to Franks. Franks drives. Can't finish. Snakes wanted a charging foul. As Franks put Hogue on his butt. But he's up and about now, Hogue. Goes to Dang. He looks at a three. That's well short. Daniel Johnson, the long rebound. Cleveland, the bounce pass to Franks, who is going to stop it. And a big foul from Quall. Crowd doesn't like it. He hit the court hard. Well, nothing untoward from Quall. When you go up with one hand on one foot, you leave yourself quite vulnerable for a one there. He's went up and swiped it. It was a hard foul, but like yeah. I said, nothing, nothing untoward. Yeah, no, that's not an unsportsman one. That's just a plain foul. No one's even reviewing it. And Kai Soto ready to check back in. But Robert Franks will go to the line for two. 51 plays 39. We're here for, for Tire Power, your trusted tire experts. This is NBL Live. Paul Bonzer and Rupert Sapwell with you. Marshall's, yeah, Marshall's had a good uh, impact in this quarter, I think, too. He's been uh, sort of found his spot a little bit defensively. He's up and in, trying to create a bit of havoc. Agreed. Robocop at the line for the second. Makes it. And we'll check out of the game for Soto. Have a little rest. He looks a li little puzzled. So back to 12 points, Sapper. Edging their way back in, aren't they? Yeah, they are. I'm a little bit nervous about the defensive combination of Kai Soto and Daniel Johnson out there. We'll see what prevails in the defensive end. Well, the advantage is... As the Pinder's on the bench at the moment. McCall, guarded by Detch. Thought he travelled. Didn't matter. Turned it over anyway. Cleveland to Marshall. Looks at a three in transition. You said he's gaining some confidence. And it's back to nine. Well, he must be doing some outstanding things at practice too because you don't just go from, you know, no play to straight into the starting five. So he's been showing it at practice a lot definitely has the support and uh, confidence from his teammates. That was a real confident shot. It was a, what, like a two-on-four break. The Taipans had all the, all the numbers, but Marshall was feeling it. Nothing but net. Well done. He just picked up his third foul as Marshall. DJ Ho just 
waltz past Kai Soto. Oh, just gone back to nine points before that bucket. But that's what you get when you've got two slower guys out there. DJ Ho way too fast for Kai Soto. And Soto's got to honour that shot. But found him on a mismatch there. And not sure I like that uh, defensive combo at the moment. Marshall gets a break. Yeah. yeah, Marshall checks out. Some good minutes for him. Harris checks in. And Antonio checks in for Qual for the Taipans. Sunday Detch dribbles over half court. 53-42. 5.30 to go. Cleveland at the foul line. Kicks to Harris in the corner. Backing in McColl. And then lost the handle. And then the Taipans threw it away. Wardenberg threw it to Antonio. Antonio, no idea it was coming his way. Well, he's not a point guard. He's not expected to be a point guard. No. He was sprinting the lane. So the vault was on Wardenberg there. Antonio sprinting to the corner like he's told to do. 53 plays 42. Taipans lead it. Sunday Detch to Harris. Right in front of us for three. That's short. Detch, an excellent O-board. Now drive through. We'll kick it out to Cleveland, who's going to float through. He had his shot blocked by Wardenberg. Now McCall up the other end. Kicks it out to Antonio. He'll take the three and hit the back of the iron. Sixes down the other end. Cleveland again out of control. <laughs> Somehow puts it up. Got his own board. Still doesn't wow, go. Wow, a frenetic. Hogue with the block. McCall the other way. He was tackled by Harris. And he will go to the line for two. Wow. I don't know what to compare that to. It wasn't basketball, that one. That was like a roller derby. Dare I say it, and Aaron Phillips tackled. Is she sitting here? Yes. It was, uh, well, it was mad. It was up and down like yeah. everyone was out of control and... Just wanted to score a bucket, and DJ just saying, oh, let's settle down, boys, let's settle down. But with all that, Javier McCall is at the line for a couple of shots, makes the first. Back to a 12-point game, 54-42, 4.41 to go in the third quarter. NBL Live for Tire Power, your trusted tire experts. Misses the second, Franks with the board. Sunday Detch. Over half court. Just a pick from Soto. His little floater off the glass. It's good. Back to 10. To Gia McCall. McCall handling duties for the Snakes. Number 22. One of the best hairdos in the NBL, without doubt. Ding. Stepped out of court. Sixers ball. Another turnover. So that's their 12th now. Sap it. Yeah, creeping up, isn't it? They only had seven at the at the quarter, so just over half of this quarter gone, and five turnovers are ready for the snake. So definitely a, a factor of the Adelaide 36er defense ramping it up. Four minutes to go in the third. Sunday Detch at the top for three. Bit of an ugly shot hits the side of the rim and goes out of court. And there's a player down. Is that Ding? Yeah, it is. Might have copped one. Stray arm from somewhere. We got one in the back of the head there. He's holding the back of his head. So that's whiplash on his neck. Let's see if there's anything on the replay here. Unless that was when he hit the court. Oh, a bit of a stray arm from Daniel Johnson. Completely accidental. Oh, he's posting up and Deng's head was down there. I don't think that's, you know, 
anything other than a post-up. It's a natural post-up reaction. Probably could have been called a foul for sure, but in hindsight, it's not a anything else. It wasn't a throw of an elbow or anything like that. So uh, just uh, a basketball clash, let's call it. Yeah, Majuk Deng is a local Adelaide boy too. So, yes. um, you know, good to see some South Australian players doing well. Lat May and another of the Cairns Taipans members from the northern suburbs of Adelaide. A couple of SA kids sneak, uh, sneaking in now. Nick Marshall obviously having an impact on this game as well. So for the South Australian viewers, it's good to see that there are some South Australian players starting to creep back in the NBL. A bit dry there for a while. That little break was brought to us by Nippies. Quench of thirst with Nippies this summer. McCall, Antonio at the top. Back to McCall. Couple of dribbles. Now tries to float the ball up for Wardenberg. Detch was there. The ball fell to Antonio. His shot was short. And it came off McCarran's hand. He's back, so nice to stop bleeding. It's got half a roll of toilet paper in there by the looks of it. <laughs> Just another use for toilet paper. Yeah. Ten-point lead to the Snakes. Qual. He's back to Wardenberg. Thought about the car park three, then drove past Soto. And two more to him. I don't think this is a game where Kai Soto can have a defensive impact because they're just dragging him out and doing... And Wardenberg and, and yeah. Pinder, when he comes back in, are just too quick at that position. He looks out of his depth tonight a little bit. Goes into the post. Now Cleveland from the corner for three! <laughs> Turns around to the Cairns bench and let him know as well. And what has said something to him before he shot it. 56-47, it's back to nine. Three minutes left in the third. McCall pulls up from outside the foul line. Big long range two from him. Back to 11. 58-47. Soto almost lost it. Nearly got stripped. Back in there, floats in. Good D from the Snakes. He can't finish Soto. McCall, Antonio thought about the three. Now swings it to Qual. Now McCall drives past McCarran and rolls it in for two more. And we're going to have a timeout. Thanks to Nippies. Quench of Thirst with Nippies this summer with 2.25 left in the third. It's a 13-point lead to the Taipans, 60-47. Oh, McCall with a couple of timely baskets for his team. He'd been quiet there in the second quarter, and then, then bang, very timely baskets. And I thought he was a little bit too aggressive at the start of this quarter and took some probably ill-advised shots, but he's got his mind on the offensive end at the moment, McCall, and he's doing a great job for his team. A pull-up jump shot over Kai Soto and then, uh, you know, a drive-by for another basket and back out to 13. And just when the Sixers fans thought that their team was gaining some inroads, almost back out to the half-time lead again. So well done, Taipans. Yeah, McCall leads them in scoring 13 points. Wardenberg, 8, and Pinder, 8. And for the 36ers, Antonius Cleveland with 14. Franks with 7. Daniel Johnson with 6. We probably need to see... Now and, and in the last quarter, we probably need to see more from Franks and DJ if the Sixers are going to win this game. Well, you know, when you don't have uh, an overwhelming load of scoring now, that the onus is on particularly those two guys, or and, and Cleveland, as their three main scorers now to do that. 
You're not going to get a whole lot, I don't think, out of Mitch McCarran offensively. I think they're too good at the guard position to, for McCarran to do that. He might be able to sneak in and get some O-boards and that sort of stuff. But as far as burning someone off a dribble or, you know, working an on-ball screen situation, the defense in that area is pretty good. So I think it's got to come from the inside and maybe some post feeds. I don't know how many people can guard those two guys in the post. We haven't seen too much of that in the half court from the Sixers yet. McCarran back playing the point. He's at the top. 13-point lead to the Taipans. Two minutes to go in the third. Swings the ball to Franks on the 45. Five seconds on the shot clock. Down to four. Gets the elbow. Doesn't go. Hiram Harris with the O-board. He'll swing it out for another shot. He got fouled, did he? No. Ref said he was just tapped out of court by McCall. Well on Harris, though, too. He's been very present on the offensive glass. He knows what his role is, and he's sneaking in there. No one seems to be able to put a body on him. Side ball for the 36ers. Shot clock at 11. McCarran to Detch. Detch looks at a three. That's long. Harris with a board and puts it back in. Hope can't keep him out of there. Harris is too strong for him. 60 plays 49. Wardenberg. Couple of dribbles to Hogue. Quick release, can't make it. Detch, long pass down court. Here's Harris again. Just held off, faked him. Let the defense blow past him, and he laid it in for two more. Back to nine. Awesome couple of minutes from Hiram Harris. He's had multiple offensive rebounds, forcing defensive plays, and then he made a kick-out layup there. Excellent. McCall, turnover again from the Snakes. Detch. Bounce pass, McCarran, two more, time out the Snakes. And this crowd is making some noise now. And Cleveland's up and about. Wants the crowd on their feet. It's a seven-point game, a minute to go in the third term. The Taipans lead at 60-53, some good minutes there from the Sixers. Well, and it happened so quickly that Sixers have had all sorts of problems scoring in the half court, but a couple of offensive boards from Harris and putbacks. Defensive stops, out and running, two layups in a row. Quick six points from the Sixers, and all of a sudden it's a six-point game again, and, well, it's a game of runs, isn't it? 30, 90 seconds ago, we were lamenting that uh, Taipans had got it back out again and got some breathing room, but that shows how potent the offensive transition game of the Sixers can be to get six points in under a minute, really, back again. And I'm all over Harris at the moment. I think he's been outstanding, and he's played a good good month. He was very, very good in New Zealand a couple of games back and was a difference maker there. Unfortunately, didn't get the win, but uh, he's been... He just understands his role. He defends really well. He's a very versatile defender. He can guard two through four. Yes. And he's getting a lot of extra shots for his team at the moment. I don't know what the offensive rebound stats are for Harris, but I reckon he'd have a good four and four timely ones at that. So, that timeout is brought to you by Nippies. Quench your thirst with Nippies this summer. Paul Bonds and Rupert Sapwell with you here. And just trying to get those O-boards for Hiram Harris. He has three. Ripped off. I reckon he should be. They give him credit for six. I reckon he's been absolutely un unreal. Didn't have a trust stats, I don't reckon. Wardenberg has the ball at the elbow. Under pressure from Cleveland. Little handoff to Antonio. He's got McCarran guarding him, so he backs back. 
takes just a rush shot, really, and misses. And the Sixers can close this gap again. McCarron gets a pick from Franks. To the foul line, back to Franks. Sidestep, three-point bomb is short. Detch working hard for the board, comes off his hands. And, well, they're saying the snakes touched it last. No, that's a good call. I saw that. And okay. Sixers all over the glass, though. They've yes. you know, they done a really good job there. The, the pace and the, and the energy of this game has definitely changed. McCarron to Franks to Detch at the top. It's the pick from Franks. Now Franks drives. Puts in a shot. Again, an O-board from Hiram it. Harris to the foul line. Detch, his shot doesn't go. Franks gets the board. He was fouled. He'll go to the line for two. He's frustrated. He didn't finish it, but he will have two shots. Sixers are absolutely monstering the snakes on the boards at the moment. Harris has changed this game. Give this credit on this third quarter comeback to Hiram Harris and his energy on the board. It's contagious. Frank's all over the board. A couple of offensive rebounds in that sequence as well. McCarron's all over it. Sunday dead. Like the, the, the energy has changed, Bonds. Absolutely. Bit of a stat. 37-32 uh, rebound count in favour of the 36ers as Robert Franks is at the line. Makes the first. There's another interesting stat, Sapper, I read before the game, is that when the Taipans have more than 13 and a half turnovers, so when they have 14, they lose. Right. When the Sixers have more than 18, they lose. So it's a, it's a race to who has the most turnovers. Oh, it's well, they're giving it a good nudge this game, aren't they? Makes both as Robert Franks, and unbelievably, that lead is back to five. 60 plays, 55, 15 seconds left in the quarter. Taipans will get the last shot. Shannon Scott gets it over half court, guarded by Detch. Who will they go to? Looks at McCall. Now gets it to him, two seconds. Long range bomb from Tajima Cole to put a full stop on the third quarter. The lead is back to eight, and the Taipans lead at 63-55. Don't go anywhere. Fantastic last quarter coming up from the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. This is NBL Live. Welcome to NBL on SEN. The Tire Power, your trusted tire experts. Welcome back to the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. Three-quarter time, the gap's closed. The Taipans still lead it, though. 63-55. We're here for Tyre Power, your trusted tyre experts. Paul Bonzo, Rupert Sapwell. Sapper, what do you got for us in that uh, third quarter? Offensive rebounds. Absolutely offensive rebounds. Energy on the glass. The half-court offence still isn't pretty, Bonds, but getting extra shots and putting pressure on them and forcing the Snakes to, you know, rebound better than they are. Now it's forced Keanu Pinder to come back on. They desperately need him on the boards because 14 offensive rebounds is an outstanding return at three-quarter time. That's keeping the Sixers in the game. Make no mistake about it. And, you know, that's going to counteract those 14 turnovers. So still too high for the Sixers. And you're right, they're edging in on that magical 18 number, Bonds. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> but uh, that last three-point shot from Tajir McCall, a big breath. It's like they were gasping for air at one stage there, and the Sixers with all the momentum back to five points. They've been on an eight-nothing run in the last two minutes of that quarter. So huge, big sigh of relief for Cairns Taipans at three-quarter time. Thanks to that McCall long bomb. It's back to eight points. A little bit of breathing room, but when you're down and you're trying to get back and you want to get a, a manageable total at three-quarter time, under ten is the magic number, and there are eight right now. So the Sixers wouldn't be 
too upset about that. In fact, we'll be very happy about that quarter. They outscored the Taipans 23 to 16 in that quarter. And we're underway in the last. Pinder, his hand on the ball early. McCall down low, back to Scott. Works it around to Pinder. Working around the perimeter, Wardenberg. He took a long range three. And it looks like it will be a Taipans ball. No, 36 is ball. Yep, Shannon Scott stepped out of bounds when he was wrestling with Sunday Dutch there, so... Players almost stopped there because the ball bounced on top of the backboard. Yep, not a violation until no. it hits one of the supports. Correct. Franks, he looks at a three to start the last quarter. In and out, you probably heard the crowd. McCall goes to Quoll. Quick, quick uh, three-point shot from him was no good. Only just hit the ring. Still lead it by eight, the Snakes. Bit of an ugly start to the final term. Nine minutes to go in this one. Harris drives to the foul line. Puts up a prayer and it goes in. His prayers were answered. Oh, look, he's turned himself in the MVP of this game from the Sixers' point of view. McCall to Pinder at the top. Now Scott back to McCall. Quoll, he looks at a three. That's no good. And Wardenberg taps it out of court. Another turnover to the Taipans. Sixers will get the ball back. It's worrying shot selection for the Taipans, Ely. They're just quick shooting it. They don't need to quick shoot it. The clock is their friend, and yet Quoll, a couple times, first time down, he's barely looked at the ring, and he's burped up a couple of early threes and given the Sixers a good looks at their shots down the offensive end. Adam Ford would not be happy in the way they've started this last quarter. 8.32 to go in the game. A six-point lead to the Snakes. Detch was out of control, lost the ball. Pinder ends up with it. Yep, ill-advised. Scott just stopped by Detch. Now behind the back to Pinder. Outside the three-point line. Doesn't want to go anywhere near that shot. He gives it to Quoll. Now back to Pinder. Six seconds on the shot clock. He drives on Franks. Can't make it. McCarran the board. Quickly down the other end. Waits for Franks, now goes to Cleveland. Cleveland tried to give it back to McCarran. And the hand came in, and it will be a Sixers ball right in front of your SENSA commentary position. Well, Pinder had fallen down after that layup attempt. We had a five-on-four opportunity in the Sixers. Franks was the trailer late. McCarran couldn't find him. Good scramble on the defensive end and transition despite lack of numbers from the Snakes. 7.50 to go in the game. 63 plays 57. McCarran drives through and lost the handle and then fouled. McCall, as he was sitting on his butt. Yeah, unlucky. Got a call that, though. He fell into his legs and McCarran had, uh, yeah, got a push. Marshall back in. Good third quarter from Marshall. He had yes. that uh, transition three and a um, couple of nice defensive plays. So finding some very consequential minutes in this fourth quarter. Want to make an impact here as well. The rookie. Now Wardenberg has it outside the perimeter. Guarded by Johnson. Very loosely termed guard. McCall in the corner. He bangs down another three and silences the crowd. Well, he's too hot this game. He really got to honour that three and force him into being a driver. But he's got a pretty complete offensive game going at the moment. A couple of massive threes to steady his team. 
We're just checking to see if this is a two or a three. And it will be a side ball. 66 plays 57. 7.21 to go in the game. So it's a nine-point lead to the Taipans. Marshall to inbound the ball. McCarran. Place has gone quiet. A little stunned, this Adelaide crowd. Marshall, good D from Wardenberg. He had to go back the other way, then turned it over, then tried to get it back and couldn't do it. Qual to the running Scott, who put a lob pass oh. up to Pinder. That's elite. 68 plays, 57. Taipans are rolling again. Marshall to Johnson. And the Adelaide Entertainment Centre is silent. Cleveland, can he fire him up? Yes, he can. A three-pointer gets it back to eight. 68-60. 6.40 to go. Well, the ball's getting through hands. I'm not sure if the action's actually creating anything, but the Sixers are willing to share it. McCall cutting baseline. Nice feed from Scott. Cleveland fell asleep watching the ball. McCall stuck behind him, and easy one for the Taipans. 68 plays 62. McCleveland tried to find Franks, and Franks was just fouled, tripped over. Nice action from the Sixers there. Got a nice quick pick and roll. Franks was going to dunk that if didn't clip feet with McCall and probably saved a bucket in the end. I thought I'd lost some points there. Sapper, the scoreboard, just put the points on the wrong team. So it's 70-60 is the correct score. Yep. Third foul on McCall. Even when I said it, it didn't seem right. Back to a six-point game. Mm. 6.18 to go in the game. Ten-point lead to the Cairns Taipans. Playing some great basketball. McCarran to inbound. Goes to Daniel Johnson in the corner. Now he's going to back in high. Cleveland wide open three from out front. Can't make it, and the foul is going to be called here on Franks. On Pinder. Not much in that, I didn't think, Sapper. Well, uh, 8,000 Adelaideans <laughs> at the Adelaide Entertainment Centre would tend to agree. Big call, for sure, but, well, and that's the difference that Pinder brings. Pinder was out for, off on that third quarter, and Robert Franks would have muscled someone out of that play and, and got a rebound. Well, he didn't get that one then. Pinder is strong enough to hold his ground, or somewhat at least, and draw a foul. Ten-point lead to the Snakes. Ten, uh, six minutes to go in the game. McCall. He's been fantastic tonight. He floats in and was fouled by Johnson and will go to the line for two shots. Yep, fouled him on the wrist. He's creating some problems to Jim McCall, and you know, the high pick-and-roll action, which has been the Sixers' downfall all year in terms of having an effective defensive structure against it. Some done them again there and really need to start locking those easy opportunities down because um, it's too tight a game defensively to be able to give up those things. But yeah, I stand corrected. DJ knew what he was doing, fouled him and McCall misses first. And he might get a cheeseburger for everyone. He doesn't. As McCall makes the second, 71 60, it's back out to an 11-point lead. It's McCarran. 
Another half court. Pulls up the dribble. Now hands off to Franks. Gives it back to McCarran. Ten on the shot clock. Swings it to Marshall. Back to McCarran at the top. He looks at a three. That's long. Big board from Shannon Scott. Nothing on that offensive end there from the Sixers. Bull Quoll forced the offense out to the center court. And here he is, Quoll. Some body language from their coach. Didn't help that one go in. DJ is going to drive through. Somehow laid it in. He's unbelievable, Daniel Johnson. Well, he just keeps doing it. Yeah, it was an absolute play for a foul and somehow managed to get the ball near the basket. I didn't even think it went above the basket and went in. So he is a marvel, DJ, and it was the slowest fast break I've ever seen. <laughs> but getting it done for his team and their very timely basket back to single digits and just, uh, you know, if they can get a string a couple of stops together, the Sixers, they'll be well on the way. They can't leave it because clock will be there. Me behind them. Wide open for three. Qual let the Sixers off there. There's no one within five metres of him. Now Franks from the corner at the other end. That's a big turnaround. 65 plays 71. 4.49 to go in the game. Well, that's a massive chain of events. Open shot for Bull Qual misses. Franks open in the corner. Six-point play. Shannon Scott thought about the three. Now dribbles in, takes a little 10-footer. Pinder with the board to the corner. Qual back to Pinder. Oh, big block from Franks, but he was fouled by McCarran, I reckon. Well, Qual's put his three-point shot away, too. He had another open one there, and Sixers are cold-hearted. They were going to see how, how deep his confidence ran. It didn't run that deep. He put the ball on the floor, made a nice little pitch pass to... Keanu Pinder, who was steaming down from the foul line and went up super strong. That was going to be a monster dunk had they not fouled him. Well, Robert Franks wants a review. So, I thought they called the foul on McCarran. Franks might have thought he was on him, but Franks was clean, I thought. He got the block, but anyway, we'll have a review. We'll have a timeout. Thanks to Nippies. Quench your thirst with Nippies this summer. And we are... Here for tyre power, your trusted tyre experts. This is NBL Live with Paul Bonzer and Rupert Sapwell. 4.30 to go, 71 plays 65. Taipans lead it. Well, they're going to make shots, don't you? And right now, Bull Quoll uh, is missing his shots. Sixers coming down the other end, and that was, you know, exactly what the Sixers needed. Haven't shot well from the three-point line all night, the Sixers, but got one done when it needed to be. And a six-point game is different to an 11-point game, and it was a couple of minutes ago, so... Game on right now. 4.30 to go. Anyone's game. Tajir McCall, 20 points. Sorry, 22 points now. Although, scoreboard says 20. Stat sheet says 22. Cleveland was 17 for the 36ers. They're your leading point scorers. Pinder's up to 10. Frank's up to 12. Pinder's so important for this Cairns Taipans team. He just yeah. gives them a devastating rim presence because he flies in so hard off the ball and just goes up and tries to dunk everything. You can't do anything but foul him, so he's shooting free throws, going aggressive. And he's a good foul, sh foul shooter as well. Well, he is. Mm. He is for a five-man, and, you know, yep. you don't want to downplay the five-man, but, yeah, he is very effective. And when he gets the ball in an isolation situation against the opposition big guy, they just... Most big guys can't slide with him, so 
you know, an example tonight is Soto. He hasn't found his spot tonight because the opposition five-man is too quick for him. Yeah, it's not a good matchup, no. and we haven't seen much of Kai Soto because of that. But Pinder's at the line for a couple. And nice little shooting action. Knocks down the first. Very smooth from the foul line. Thought the commentator's curse might have helped us out there. Bonds, he said he was a good free throw shooter. And he has proved you right. Makes both. 73-65. They lead by eight with four and a half minutes to go in the game. The Taipans. Sunday Detch over half court. Guarded by McCall. Pulls up the dribble. Now goes to Franks. He likes the look at a three. Look good out the hand. DJ with the board. Puts it back in for two. So Daniel Johnson up to 10 points. 73-67. Wardenberg kicks to the corner. McCall goes back to the top. Scott. Now Pinder. Now McCall. Five seconds on the shot clock. McCarran got a hand in there. Have they turned it over? I think it came off the 36's leg. So there's one second on the shot clock. And will be a baseline ball for the Taipans. Turned it over. Tried to feed Scott. Cleveland is going to float down the other end and put it in for two. You better. He was doing nothing else but going straight to the hole. Big defensive player. That's what he does. And that's why he was the defensive player of the year last year. Just turns defense into offense so successfully. Four-point game. McCarran with the steal. He's going to take on Pinder. And doesn't win the battle. Scott to McCall. To Scott. For three. No. Ooh, comes off the hands. That would have been a big bucket. Hard in mouth stuff, Bonds. This game is right in the balance right now. Defensive intensity from the Sixers has picked right up. Taipans look like they're faltering a little bit. Adam Vaughn, oh, no Cleveland, and slammed it home down the other end. Went back to two. Listen to this Adelaide crowd. Antonius Cleveland, 21 points. All about the D-bombs, all about the defense. They've just absolutely changed the game, turned it on its ear because of the hustle play. Getting up and in on defense, changing and chasing the offensive glass. It's all about the effort for the Sixers. And when they start to get cute with their half-court defensive options and going under screens and being passive with it, they're just not as effective. Let Lions be Lions. Get them up and in. They're, they're natural predators. And it shows in this second half they've made all the inroads down 15 at half time and they've been slowly pegging this back with their excellent defense. Time out for Nippies. Quench your thirst with Nippies this summer. NBL Live for Tire Power, your trusted tire experts, Paul Bonzo, Rupert Sapwell, bringing you a thriller from the Adelaide Entertainment Center. So if you're joining us after the cricket, Aussie's in a strong position over there in Perth. And we have a two-point ball game. The Taipans led by 15 at quarter time, 15 at half time, eight at three-quarter time. There are three minutes and ten seconds left on the clock, and the Taipans lead it by two. Well, the Taipans have just fallen in a hole, just passive. 
Defensive pressure from the Sixers now at a volume 10. Scott got the pick from Hogue, then gave it to Hogue, guarded by Cleveland. Got a hand in there again to Cleveland, but the ball fell to McCall. He's been massive in this game. He works to the foul line, spin move, big D, big block from Franks. The Sixers, unbelievably, with a three-pointer, can hit the front on this play. Or tied up with a, with a two. Detch thought about it. Now goes to DJ in the post, working on Pinder. The fall away, doesn't go. Frank's fighting hard. Pinder, big rebound for the Snakes. Well, nice play from Sunday Jets to find DJ in there. That was a high percentage basket. He should have, could have launched that, but didn't. Made the right option, got a good shot. Didn't come off this time. Scott, back to home. Six seconds on the shot clock. Down to four. Double team comes. McCall underneath. Good D from Detz again. And the Sixers have the board. McCarran, the skipper. Goes to Franks at the top. Back to McCarran on the 45. Wants DJ inside. Hands foul on Wardenberg. The rotation defense from Sunday Detch from Robert Franks. They're just everywhere. There's... Oh. The, the, the plays that they're making on the defensive end have been breathtaking at the moment. That's the first foul for Wardenberg. Pretty exciting. What a last quarter from the Adelaide 36ers. 71 plays 73. They trail by two, the home team. Cleveland to Detch. Minute 45 to go. Detch to the foul line, spin move, off the glass, ties it up at 73, Sunday Detch. Strong move, he got cut off from Shannon Scott on that reverse, but finished strong, and the defensive helper turned their head, snuck in for that layup, strong finish, Sunday Detch, his defensive intensity is lifted in this second half. Oh, so, turn over here, where the ref has said that Tajir McCall has stepped on the line when he's passed the ball in. It will be an Adelaide 36ers ball from the baseline. Oh, a massive call. Massive call. 137 left. Scores are tied. 73 apiece. The inbound pass. Goes to Detch. He lost the handle, did he? They'll get it back, I reckon, the Sixers. DJ's gassed. He's looked. He's hasn't even wanted the ball these last couple of possessions. I'm going to review this. Yeah, it does look like they might review it, and they will review it to see who touched the ball last. The refs aren't sure. So 1:36 to go. This time out for Nippies. Quench your thirst with nippies this summer. Paul Bonzer and Rupert Sapwell for tyre power, your trusted tyre experts. And it is a Taipans ball. Crowd don't like it. No, but it's the right thing to do. You know, and if it's Taipans right ball, decision. yeah, that's right. So, you know, no problem with that. They'll even out. Taipans dodge a bullet after a mistake. Sixers crowd gets loud as McCall goes to work. He's back to DJ Hogue at the top. Now Wardenberg driving on Johnson. The fall away is long. 
Sixers have the boards. McCarran is fouled. We'll be outside ball. And that's the fourth on McCall. Pink Sapper. That's a third team foul for the Taipan. So they've still got one to give. It'll be a baseline ball. 117 to go. We're tied at 73. The desperation of both ends for each team on defense has been unbelievable in this fourth quarter. Could the Taipans play back-to-back -back OT games? Detch has the ball on the 45. Working on Wardberg and takes it all the way. In and out. Cleveland with the board. And puts it back in. And the Sixers lead for the first time since the first bucket of the game. Strip hoed by Cleveland, but it will be a Taipan's ball, and this crowd is going nuts. Can't hear ourselves here on court side. 50.7 seconds to go. The Adelaide 36ers lead it by two. It's been the Taipans all night until the last five minutes. McCall got Franks in the air, drew the foul. We'll go to the line for two. CJ's arguing the call, but he's already used his challenge, so you know, that's why you leave that alone. Look at the replay. It didn't look like uh, a lot in it. It's a third foul on Franks. But there was some contact there, Sapper. There was, and uh, I, I didn't see the replay. I was too busy staring at the, the frenetic pace there. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh. Looking at it again from that angle. Yeah, that was... It just looks uh, like McCall caused the contact, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. I, don't, I, I think Franks was actually jumping backwards. Yep. So, yeah, got dodged the bullet there. Got a bit of a gift to Jim McCall. And he's been the, the main offensive catalyst for the Taipans all night. So, fitting that he should be here to try and save the game for his team and draw a level. McCall makes the first one-point game, 74-75. Sixers lead it. This to tie it up at 75. Makes it. So 44 Clutch. seconds left on the clock. There should be a two-for-one opportunity for the Sixers right now if they can get the ball in. But they'll have two shots. McCarran. It's at over half court. Good D from Qual, right up in his grill. Slipped over to McCarran and lost the ball. Taipan's ball from the side. Bull How Qual. big is that? On-ball on defense from Bull Qual, absolutely amazing. Crowd just uh, wanting a foul. It was right in front of us. You didn't see much in that. 75 apiece. 28 seconds left in the game. The Adelaide Entertainment Centre is as loud as it's been. McCall just running some time off the clock. Swings it back to Hogue for a three at the top. Can't make it. Cleveland with the board. 10 seconds left in the game. Antonius Cleveland will wind it down. The Sixers will get the last shot of the game. The foul from Scott comes, and he had one to give. Yeah, it was Good very foul. smart. It was. High, high level of awareness from Scott. He's got a big basketball brain, does Shannon Scott. He knew exactly what he was doing. Now the Sixers get to call a timeout and draw up a play. 
no real chance of the Taipans getting uh, a win in this regulation unless there's a steal. God help us, there couldn't be one, could there? Everything else has happened this game, Bonds. <laughs> what a game. Uh, this time out for Nippies, quench it first with Nippies this summer. 75 apiece. The Adelaide 36ers have outscored the Taipans 20 to 12 in the last quarter. They, they trailed by eight points at three-quarter time, the Sixers. Tajir McCall has been elite tonight for them. He has 24 points. Cleveland, very good for the Sixers. He has 23. They've been your main point scorers. Well, both probably heralded as defenders too. So it just shows you, you know, to be an elite defender is one thing, but to be able to put points on the board down the other, both, you know, having exceptional games, no question. And with 4.4 seconds to go, Bonds, they say that you can get one bounce for every second. So we can get an on-ball screen here, the, you know, or the Taipans could steal it and dribble it all the way down the floor and get something. So really, the, the, the game is still very much alive. The win is still very much alive for the Taipans. You want to be very careful with his inbounds. And overtime's alive. Overtime is very much alive. And why wouldn't you want to have overtime on a game like this? It's been everything. So the 36ers have the sideline ball. Antonius Cleveland will inbound the ball. Who does he go to? Franks in the post. He does. Guarded by Qual. Trying to get the ball in. Now goes to Franks. He's at the top. Good hand from Tahir McCall with a fast goal. McCall wants to review, but Robert Franks will go to the line for three shots. And straight away, Adam Ford will review the call. And we got a timeout for Nippies. Quench your thirst with Nippies this summer. Well, I thought it was a travel because Tahir McCall got a piece of it on the way up. Robert Franks caught it again, came down and then went up, and that was when the foul was called. Clearly, I don't know the rules, but I thought that was a travel. We're going to get a review now, and everyone's eyeballs are on this one. Oh. Yeah, we're looking at the screen. I think there's contact there on the arm for sure. It's going to be hard for, to overturn this one. They've taken it off the big screen here in Adelaide now. Yeah, well, that was uh, enough to, to convince me that it was a foul as well. And Well, why wouldn't you? You have to challenge that. There's, there's, otherwise, the game's over, so... Wise yep. challenge, and it's good that uh, Adam Ford was able to keep that challenge till right at the end because... Well, how well, important is that now? Yeah. If this is overturned, it now gives the Taipans a chance to win the game. Well, that does. Well, I don't know what what would be the result. I think it would probably be a jump ball, and I don't know where the possession arrow is. We can't see it from our angle, but if the possession arrow then goes to the Taipans, yeah, 2.5 seconds left on the clock is plenty of time. Uh, he's called three, though. Three shots. So the call will stand, and Robert Franks will go to the foul line with the scores tied at 75 and 2.3 seconds on the clock. And Tajir McCall has fouled out. Their main offensive weapon all night has fouled out. 2.3 seconds to go is plenty of time to get a shot. So if you're Robert Franks... You can't really afford to miss any of these shots. So they've got to, so if you can make all of these three shots, sometimes you tend to play around. If there's less than a second left on the clock, you play around with a miss on the third shot, but not this time around. 
Robert Franks with the game in his hands. He is four from four tonight from the foul line. And these are three of the biggest shots of the night, goes without saying. Robert Franks gives the Sixers a one-point lead. Oh, the drama. It bounced four times on the ring. Absolutely, deathly silence until that one dropped down. Big sigh from the Adelaide crowd. Franks at the line for his second. Nothing but net. Wants the crowd to make some more noise than Robert Franks. Second I'll foul let them here. tell the story. It looks like they're going to try and inbound it. And they're going to foul, but don't foul the shooter. So they're going to try and ice it from the there and not let him get a chance at a three. I don't know if you do that. The game cannot be lost in, in regulation. They're going to have to throw up a Hail Mary to win. Three-point lead. The touchdown pass to the other end is caught by Frank. That's a travel. Should have been a travel. The game's not over. It is not over. We will wait. We will wait. Yeah, so what happened was Robin Frank stole the ball, but then travelled in the meantime. The 2.3 seconds hadn't gone off the clock. So I reckon there's got to be at least a second and a half before this game is over. I reckon Wardenberg got a hand on it, got a fingernail on it, which would have started the clock, then it ended in the hands of Franks. Ah, yes. Then Franks travelled. So we might lose half a second at, the, at most, maybe a couple of tenths. But there is time for the Snakes to hit a three and put it into overtime. Well, what you said there is that... Yeah, that's right. It's uh, hmm, Well... Everyone's, everyone's on their feet now. They don't know what, how, did, how did this thing happen? <laughs> They're reviewing the play. Sixers lead it, 78-75. There is zero seconds on the clock, but there will be some time put back on there. A, just a brain fade, really. The excitement of winning the game after being behind. CJ Bruton talking with the ref. Kai Soto checks into the game for Daniel Johnson. So they're going to put Kai Soto on the ball, I believe. So if they can't pass well. over a seven-foot bloke, make it harder to pass the ball in. 1.3, they've put on the clock. Inbound pass to Hogue. He got it Ooh, off in time. Wow. Look right on the hand. But the Adelaide 36ers have been down all game. And come back and stole this one. They win it. 78-75, Sapper. Big result for the home team. Absolutely incredible. The second half defense from the Adelaide 36ers was out of this world. Credit Hiram Harris for his offensive rebounding intensity. Credit Sunday Detch for taking, establishing a defensive presence there. And then you've got Robert Franks and you've got Antonius Cleveland doing fantastic work everywhere else as well. Absolutely an, an, an outstanding effort, effort. Yes. Yeah, it was all about the effort in the end. They stood too passive at the start, but when they got going in that second half, it was all about taking the Taipans out of what they wanted to do, creating easy buckets from their defense. So an unbelievable result for the Sixers. They were nowhere at halftime. Come back and win this one. 
I gave you a uh, stupid stat at three-quarter time that the Taipans, when they get 14 turnovers they, they, turnovers, they lose. The Adelaide 36ers get 18, they lose. The final turnover count was the Adelaide 36ers 17 and the Taipans 16. Oh, there you so go. So that stat still remains. You've locked in, Bonds. You've locked it in. All right, so we might take a break, Sapper, and catch our breath. I'll try and get my voice back, and uh, we'll come back and let you know what's happened in a fantastic game of basketball. Great last quarter from the Sixers. They win it by three points. This is NBL Live. Welcome to NBL on SEN. For tyre power, your trusted tyre experts. This is the day's play for tyre power, your trusted tyre experts. Paul Bonzer, Rupert Sapwell. Wrapping up this game, it was an unbelievable come-from-behind victory from the home team, the Adelaide 36ers, defeat the Cairns Taipans 78-75. Sapper, we didn't see this at halftime. We did not. We saw a distinctly different Adelaide 36ers team in that first half. They were absolutely nowhere. Dominated at the offensive end by the excellent Cairns Taipans defence. Couldn't run their stuff, taking all sorts of horrible shots, then getting turned around on offence. They were nowhere. 15-point lead at quarter time. Couldn't make any inroads in the second quarter. Still a 15-point lead, but then the defense kicked in. Yep. The, the, the offensive rebounding from Hiram Harris, I thought he was a real uh, shot in the arm in that quarter. And also Sunday Detch coming in and, and defending up. It, it, it wasn't the same defensive team in the first half. They were a bit passive. They were going under screens. They were allowing the Taipans to run their offense. But then... That second half, they changed their defense. They ramped it up. They got up and in. The, the defensive pressure was excellent. Cleveland got out and got a number of steals and, and offensive baskets. Robert Franks was all over the offensive glass as well. So they got back with the hustle. And when you're doing that, when you're doing effort things and you're creating your, your baskets out of your half-court defense, becomes an excellent excellent team game. And that's what I thought the 36ers did really well today was lock up the defense. Yeah, and I'll give you the leading scorers for both teams. Firstly, for Cairns, McCall with 24, Pinder with 12, and Wardenberg with 8. And for the Sixers, Cleveland, 23. He was outstanding tonight. Franks with 15, including three points from the line to put them up. In, and uh, 10 points to Daniel Johnson. We're just trying to get a player as well and see if we can get Antonius Cleveland if we can. But uh, we'll just try and... Uh, not sure if that's going to happen, but Dale Fletcher, the media manager for the Sixers is working hard to get us someone over here but sort of it was important and you mentioned his name a couple of times Sapper Hiram Harris and especially the defense as well of um of Sunday Detch yeah. late in the late in the game and we do have Antonius Cleveland joining us Antonius welcome to NBL live uh, a magnificent comeback win from the team yeah, definitely. We needed that one, man. We needed that one. Now we got us a showdown on Sunday. Well, well you know that the defensive uh, game plan against the Sixers is to up and in, force you out of your half-court rhythm. Uh, it seemed like we were a little bit passive in that first half. We're going under screens. They're not noted three-point shooters, so we're going under those things. But it's not our natural game plan. I felt like in that second half, yeah. you got in the game, you got in the uh, in their faces. I thought Sunday was awesome as well. Yeah. The defense was that was that a plan? Um, we just came out kind of flat, and uh, we tried to get aggressive in that second, kind of, but we still couldn't cut into the league. And I said at halftime, man, we're playing soft. We got to be aggressive. We got to come out and hit first, and that's what we tried to do. We tried to, like, bust through screens, be more aggressive, make them feel us, play like we're losing, and play like we're desperate, and that's what we did. So that was kind of the game plan. 
you're not a defensive player, do you feel like you can steal the ball whenever you want? It looked like on that parts of that fourth quarter, like you felt like you could do that. 100%. I just sometimes I just don't want to go for it and like put them on the line. But I'm all, I always feel like I can get that ball. But it's just sometimes I know the refs aren't the best, so I don't want to put myself in a situation where I'm hurting the team. We talked a little bit on air about how Hiram Harris came in in that third quarter and got O-boards. Well, O-boards all the game. What can you say about his energy? Uh, we don't win that game without his minutes. Uh, I told him that he energy plays go a long way. You know, offensive rebounds, putbacks, tough shots, get the crowd into it. We finally got the crowd into it tonight, finally, and I think they helped us. Well, you're, you're a big part of that too, like putting your hands in the air, trying to get this Adelaide crowd going, uh, and it definitely worked. Um, Robert Franks, your partner in crime, clutch at the line and hit those last three. Yeah, and a great job defensively on the can of yes. too. He struggled on offense, but we don't win that game without him stepping up defensively and containing it. Pende is a hell of a player. Well, Hoke didn't get going today either, so you know, there's another talented offensive player didn't have much of an impact tonight. Yeah, I was on him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the you reason were. why. That's true. Look, um, Sunday, you go to the, and play the Kings. Uh, best of luck over there. Thanks for dropping in and spending a bit of time on NBA Live. Thank you. Thank you all. Antonius Cleveland. Uh, one of these stars for the Adelaide 36ers, and he ended up with 23 points and <laughs> some confidence love there at the end. Yeah. Don't you love that? I was that? on him. Of course yeah, he didn't score. That's why he didn't score, because yeah. I, I had him down. Oh, that was beautiful. Uh, look, well, we, we might um, throw to some highlights of the game. It's a massive win for the Adelaide 36ers in the context of the season. They get home by three points after trailing for pretty much the whole game. 78-75. Here's the highlights. Again, another missed shot. Daniel Johnson with the board. Marshall, lovely, to the skipper. Cutting to the hole. And the layup for Tease. Hogue misses a triple. Marshall, sixes a run. And Cleveland with the stuff. 11-6 and the turnover. Pinned it to McCall. To the 45. Antonio drives into the paint. Hands it to Pender. Who stuffs it home. And then has a little word to Kai Soto as well. Again, the extended pressure. Harris trapped. Got it over half court. Galloway drives and lays it off the glass for two. Good finish. DJ Ho, guarded by Cleveland, kicks out to the corner. Antonio, big three-point bucket from him. Almost lost it, DJ. Good hands from Scott. Ended up with McCarran, who goes into Franks in the post. Might have been fouled, didn't matter. Got his own board. Oh, yes, he did, then he got it again. <laughs> He's punching himself in the head because he missed the first two, but tied it up. And Cleveland gliding down court. DJ, two points. The sixes are coming. Nick Marshall on the 45 is going to drive on Dang. Tried to feed it to Harris. Probably threading the needle a bit too fine there. Ben Air drives on Harris. Blocked by McCarran. Slaps it into the crowd. Kicks it back to Franks. He looks at a three. Finally, the 36ers make a triple. Sixes ball from the baseline. Lovely little feed to Marshall with a nice little easy stuff from the rookie. Opportunity now for the Sixers to cut into this lead. 49 plays 34. Daniel Johnson went the lob pass oh, to Cleveland. Wow. Who somehow got a gadget arm up there and tapped it in. I thought that was way too high. It was way easy. too high. Guarded by Detch. Thought he travelled. Didn't matter. Turned it over anyway. Cleveland to Marshall. Looks at a three in transition. Goes into the post. Now Cleveland from the corner for three. <laughs> Turns around to the Cairns bench and let him know as well. They might have said something to him before he shot it. Detch, long pass down court. Here's Harris again. Just held off. Bateman let the defense blow past him and he laid it in for two more. Turnover again from the Snakes. Detch, 
Bounce pass. McCarran. Two more. Timeout the Snakes. And this crowd is making some noise now. And Cleveland's up and about. What's the crowd on their feet? Harris drives to the foul line. Puts up a prayer and it goes in. His prayers were answered. McCall in the corner. He bangs down another three and silences the crowd. Qual to the running Scott, who put a lob pass oh. up to Pinder. Cleveland, can he fire him up? Yes, he can. A three-pointer gets it back to eight. Here he is, Qual. Some body language from their coach didn't help that one go in. DJ is going to drive through. Somehow laid it in. Qual let the sixes off there. There's no one within five metres of him. Now Franks from the corner at the other end. That's a big turn. Taipans look like they're faltering a little bit. Adam Bond, oh, no steal. Cleveland and slammed at home down the other end. Went back to two. Minute 45 to go. Detch to the foul line. Spin move. Off the glass. Ties it up at 73. Sunday Detch. Strong movie. Detch has the ball on the 45. Working on Wardberg and takes it all the way. In and out. And puts it back in. And the Sixers lead for the first time since the first bucket of the game. Inbound pass to Ho. He got it off in time. Wow. Looked right on the hand. But the Adelaide 36ers have been down all game and come back and stole this one. They win it. Welcome to NBL on SEN. For Tyre Power, your trusted tyre experts. NBL Live for Tyre Power, your trusted tyre experts. If you're just joining us, what have you been doing? You've missed an absolute thriller. Adelaide 36ers get home 78-75 over the Cairns Taipans. Paul Bonds or Rupert Sapper. We've got about a minute left, Sapper. Um, important game. That uh, closes the gap between these two teams by just one win. Well, you, know, you didn't think that the Sixers were anywhere near the top three, but that this puts them right back in contention again and, and momentum is building. In the background, they're looking for extra imports. Do you need one? No. Keep going. Yeah, I think they can just keep rolling for a while. Yeah, absolutely. And now another big game on Sunday. We take on uh, the Sydney Kings, or the 36ers take on the Sydney Kings, shouldn't say we, um, on Sunday. So make sure you tune in for that. And then we're back here again next Friday night to take on your buddy's team, the Perth Wildcats. Yes, even though my buddy is coaching it, I still hate the Wildcats. <laughs> You're allowed to hate them and yeah. like him still. That's okay. Um, yeah, what an amazing win. And uh, Antonius Cleveland, we thank him and the club uh, for coming over and having a chat with us as well. He finished with 23 points to lead the Adelaide 36ers. And uh, to Jia McCall, 24 points for the Cairns Taipans. Don't forget to join us again. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to Jono back in the studio for looking after us. We'll see you again next Friday when the 36ers take on the Wildcats on NBL Live. Thanks to Tire Power, your trusted tire experts.